You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hey everyone, this is Connie and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. I am super excited about today's episode because this is going to be my 2019 reflection episode. And in this episode, I want to share with you some of my key learnings and lessons and areas of growth from this powerful year. And then I'm also going to talk about 2020. And I want to share with you what my intentions are for the new year, the energy themes that I am sensing collectively we are going to be working with, and then all of the practices and tools that I am currently using and will continue to use through next year to set myself up for an incredible 2020. We really have the ability to create some magic next year. We are at the start of a brand new decade the start of a brand new chapter, and many of us will be feeling beautiful, new beginnings energy flowing through our life. We have a clean slate to create upon. So it's super important at the moment that we're getting really clear and really intentional about what we want to create next year and for the next decade in our lives, because we are so energetically supported right now to bring it all to life. So before I dive into everything I have to share with you about 2019 and next year, I just have a really quick announcement for you. And that is that I am doing a three-day flash sale on my 21 Days of Journaling course, Align and Elevate. This is such a beautiful program that ran live through November, and I've now packaged it up into a digital course that you can purchase. This three-day flash sale will give you a discounted price on the course from Friday the 13th of December and it closes on Sunday the 15th. You will gain access to all of the resources from this program, which includes two 90-minute online workshops, a two-hour group coaching call, 21 days of powerful journaling activities to wrap up 2019 and prepare for 2020, a guided energetic alignment exercise that's about 30 minutes long and guides you through aligning with the energy of your highest self and your dreams. And this will all be stored on a beautiful membership site for you to revisit at any time that you need. These resources will give you the support and tools to step into the energy of your higher self and elevate every area of your life as you move forward into 2020 so that you can really create everything you desire. So if you want to grab this course, go to ConnieChapman.com slash elevate. You will get immediate access to all of the resources from that program and you can work through it all now at your own pace to prepare yourself for the new year. So go to ConnieChapman.com slash elevate. The flash sale for this course closes on Sunday, the 15th of December. You'll still be able to purchase the course after that, but for these three days, you get it at a special discounted rate. All right, so let's turn our attention now to 2019, to this beautiful year that we have just moved through. And the first thing I want to say about this year is that 2019 did not unfold how I was expecting. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but all it has meant for me is that surrender has been a really big theme for me this year. And this has not been surrender in a sort of passive or powerless way, but surrender in the way of really surrendering into and trusting life, trusting myself and trusting my feminine energy, letting that energy lead my life. 
This has been a big year of learning how to release control, practice trust, flow with where life is guiding me to go, release my expectations of life and of other people, honor my intuition and myself, drop my rigid plans and ideas, and learn to be much more open. This has actually been a deeply personal year for me, and as I was reflecting over what I wanted to share in this episode, I honestly didn't have that much to share on all things business. Business is typically the very dominant focus of my life and my conversations, but it hasn't been this year. Despite that, it was still a very successful year in my business for me. It was a year that I feel like I more deeply found my voice and owned and expressed my voice and my messages. I became more visible. I finally got over my fear of doing Instagram lives. (laughs) For a long time, I was terrified of that, but I really stepped into that this year. I grew as a leader, particularly in how I lead my online courses and my communities. I worked on my boundaries. I finally let myself receive a lot of support in my business. I up-leveled my mindset, my self-worth, my prices, and I actually feel really proud of how I showed up to share my messages and my work this year. But as I've mentioned before on this podcast through the year, I wouldn't say my business or my work has had anywhere near as much of my focus time and energy as it has in previous years. And instead, my personal life has really taken a front seat and become a much stronger area of focus for me, which, to be honest, is really beautiful and (laughs) has been much needed and is a really welcome relief after six pretty intense years of really focusing on my work and at times, in all honesty, really neglecting my personal life. And so this is where surrender has come in. Because at the end of last year, I met my now boyfriend and I didn't know at that time that this relationship was really going to end up being the main focus of my 2019. When I met him, he didn't necessarily match the sort of ideas or ideals that I had in my head of what I thought my partner would look like. But as we have spent time together this year and got to know each other, the most beautiful, deep, intimate bond and connection has been built between us. And I've spent a lot of this year keeping that relationship really private because it's felt super sacred to me and I felt really protective of it. But as we now approach a year together and things feel really solid and strong between us, I feel the desire to share a lot more about him and a lot more about the relationship, uh, particularly as we move into next year, because he's a really significant part of my life now. And so as I reflect on this year, I would say my biggest learning this year has been about relationships and about how important relationships are and why they are honestly the greatest container for personal growth and spiritual evolution. I have really learned this year how much we need each other as humans. We can't walk this journey alone. And sometimes we can feel that if we're on some form of spiritual path, you know, the best thing we can do is just devote ourselves fully to our own personal growth and study and remove anything that feels like a distraction from that. But honestly, I have learned this year there is no greater classroom for growth than an intimate relationship. Prior to this year, I had spent many years alone and single, and I had thought that devoting myself to my personal growth uh, was really important. But what I didn't realize was that I was actually isolating myself a lot of the time. I was becoming very rigid, very stuck in my ways, very attached to 
my spiritual practices and my routines that I was not only blocking a relationship, but I was actually really drying up my feminine. Now, this doesn't mean that we can't be happy alone. And I'm a big advocate for being single and spending time looking at your relationship with yourself. But it really depends on what season you're in in your life. And in the past, I've often had to choose between love and business or felt like I had to. And I often felt that being in a relationship would take away from my business and my purpose and what was really important to me. But I didn't actually realize my devotion to my work was blocking love. So I've realized this year it's okay to say that we need each other. We aren't meant to be alone on this journey. And we need to recognize sometimes if in our pursuit of either spiritual awakening or running a business or achieving our goals and dreams, if we are actually in turn isolating ourselves, becoming disconnected and depleted, and as women relying way too heavily on our masculine. So coming into a relationship this year has really cracked me open and has had to break down a lot of my very rigid ways because I couldn't stay stuck in my way of doing things and then also come into a relationship. And the work of being in this relationship this year has required huge amounts of trust, surrender and big vulnerability. I will be honest and say intimacy isn't my greatest strength. I have a lot of fear around intimacy, but I've really had to break through that this year. And in all honesty, as a woman, nothing cracks you open deeper than coming into an intimate partnership with a man or with a woman, whatever your partner choice is. But for me, being a heterosexual woman, coming into a partnership with a man has just been the greatest catalyst for me to crack open, particularly a man that is your mirror and your greatest trigger, which my partner oftentimes is. And I cannot even tell you how deeply he has cracked me open this year in every single area of myself and every single area of my life, to be honest. And he has taken me to places that I could not have gone alone. And I remember hearing earlier in the year something beautiful that John Wineland said. He is an incredible teacher of masculine, feminine and relationships. And you you need to look at his work if you're not familiar with him. But he was talking about dating and he was talking about why sometimes you may not continue to want to see someone or date someone. And he, he shared this from the perspective of both a man and a woman. And here's what he said. He said, the only reason a man chooses to not get to know you better is because he is not getting the energy he wants from you. And the only reason a woman chooses to not get to know you better is because she doesn't trust that you are going to be able to take her somewhere that she cannot take herself. Now, if you can really hear that, it is incredibly profound. And I would say those few sentences have literally summed up my 2019. As a strong, independent woman, I knew how to provide for myself. I knew how to meet my own needs. I knew how to dive deep. I knew how to have beautiful, intimate friendships. I was self-sufficient, financially successful, wise, intelligent. I built this beautiful home for myself. And I think in the past, a lot of men who would try to get to know me would often wonder, one, where they could fit in my life, two, what their role was 
in my life? And three, if they could ever really lead me anywhere. And I think what has made me fall in love with Jason so deeply has been his incredible ability, which I think has honestly come through patience, his perseverance, his commitment to me, his ability to build trust with me and his very intuitive nature. It has been his ability to take me to places within myself and in my life that I not only never knew existed, but which I also didn't even know that I wanted or needed. And when a man can do that for you, it is an incredible gift. It is truly what so many of us women are craving. We are craving to be led places. We are craving to trust the leadership of our masculine and to be held and guided to open, surrender, receive, and discover parts of ourselves, parts of our bodies, parts of our pleasure, parts of our femininity that we didn't even know were there until a man helped us to discover them. And further to what John said, what I've really learned this year about being a woman is how powerful our energy is. And as John teaches, feminine energy is so nourishing to a man. I was always someone that would try to hold my energy in when I was around a man. So rather than sharing that, I would try to be really calm and serene and look very neutral and um, kind and just, you know, have a lot of harmony. I didn't want to be difficult. I didn't like to show too much emotion because to me that made me feel vulnerable or weak. You know, if I was triggered or angry, I would hold it in. I didn't want to show that he had deeply impacted me. I would very often close my heart when I was upset. So I would really withhold my love and hold it all inside of me. I was very stingy with my compliments and I never wanted to give a guy a big ego. So I wouldn't really share my loving thoughts and appreciation of him. And I also didn't like to show things like jealousy or that I needed him. So instead, I just very often acted like I didn't care about things. And what I didn't realize I was doing was starving men of the very energy that they were craving by being with the feminine. And the very thing the masculine is craving is your energy. And so what's so beautiful for me this year, what I've learned to do is I've learned to feel safe letting my energy flow out and all different flavors and ranges of my energy. And I'm talking everything from anger and rage to hurt, to jealousy, to sadness, to grief, to pain, to weakness, to neediness, to love and softness and sweetness and appreciation and praise and desire and generosity and sexiness. And I have found the more that I have revealed myself, my truth, my energy, my feelings to him, not by throwing it on him, but simply allowing him to see and feel and know what's going on for me in each moment, how I'm feeling, who I am, how that feminine is moving through me, the deeper and deeper our relationship has gone. And I could honestly talk on the topic of relationships for hours. I mean, I love this topic and I really feel that as I come into next year, I want to share a lot more about relationships. I want to share a lot more on this podcast about what I've been learning this year because coming into a relationship hasn't been easy for me. 
And a lot of people show on Instagram or wherever, you know, the beautiful glamorous side of being in love and being in partnership. But I have found it a very real, at times challenging experience. All of my stuff has got triggered. I've had to deal with my shadow. I've had to really learn how to stand in my power in relationship to the masculine, ask for what I want and need, have difficult conversations, uh, not ignore red flags and really speak up when something's not okay. I've had to have the courage to have conversations, even if I'm concerned I'm going to upset him. It's going to create a reaction in him. Um, he may not respond well. He may get angry at me. I've had to learn how to really deeply trust myself, my intuition and my body. I've learned a lot about letting the masculine lead. So really dropping all the crazy places I was trying to be in control because <laughs> my partner is someone that, in, that enjoys having the power and the control which I actually really like to let him have because it means he can lead me and I can just flow with him but I've had to drop all of my crazy patterns of control in order to let that happen I've had to more deeply understand my own feminine energy and really play with exploring my feminine and seeing what it evokes in the masculine and I've had to work a lot on dropping expectations because that was a massive one we worked through right at the start of our relationship. These expectations I was having on him that was constantly leaving me disappointed and resentful. And what I realize sometimes is women, we, we have our desires and our needs and our wants and internally we hold them as an expectation, but we don't communicate them to our partner. And our partners aren't mind readers. They can't know what we're wanting and needing. And if we're not speaking up and then they don't meet our expectations, we become angry and I would become sulky and angry and shut down. And the poor guy didn't even know why, because I hadn't communicated to him what I was feeling and what I was needing. And another key part of this that I will talk about next year as well is how in relationships we need to decipher the difference between what is our own stuff our own wounding, our own pain, our own patterns, our own stuff that we need to own and work through and actually keep separate to the relationship because we don't need to bring everything to our partner. They don't have to be our therapist and our counselor and our best friend. A lot of the stuff, particularly as women, that we feel emotionally, we need to create safe containers outside a relationship to work through that either in our friendships, with a therapist, through our own self-care practice of learning how to hold ourselves through our discomfort. So we need to decipher the difference between when this is something that we just need to process within ourselves and not even share with our partner versus those times where it's something very, very real, where something has happened in the relationship that's not okay. Someone hasn't honored a boundary, someone has hurt you, someone's acted out of integrity. Um, there's something fundamentally that needs to be discussed. And yeah, it's been a real journey this year of needing to be very um, self-aware in knowing when is this my stuff and when is this something that I really need to bring to him and work through him with. So There'll be a lot of conversations coming next year on the podcast about relationship. I have so much I want to talk about with you on this topic.
So in general, just to wrap up 2019, um, as I've sort of done here, I want to give you a few things you can reflect on. And if you choose to purchase a line in Elevate, I mean, you have a whole bundle of resources in there and journaling activities that will help you with reflecting on your year and prepping for next year. But let me just give you a couple of little things here. As you would have heard me when I opened up the episode, I started looking at the themes and that's a really beautiful thing to look at. What have been the themes of this year for you? What can you really see have been the the key areas you've been looking at or the key recurring themes that have come up for you through the year? Have there been key words or key feelings that have been what you've been focusing on? I would definitely encourage you to look at the key areas of growth you've moved through this year. It's not just about what you achieve and the results you get. How have you grown as a person? What have you been learning? What have you discovered about yourself? How have you evolved? How have you expanded? How have you transformed? Really acknowledge that within yourself and be proud of yourself. Be proud of what you can see has shifted within you. Be proud of any steps you've taken. Be proud of what you have created. Make sure you take some time to celebrate and acknowledge any manifestation, any change that has unfolded. And another key thing that I want you to look at from this year, which really helps you prepare for next year, is look at a couple of things around. One, is there anything you wanted to manifest or create this year that didn't come to fruition? And why might that be? Is it simply because you can see, you know, as part of the divine plan of your life, it just wasn't the right time? Or is it because you got in your own way? What might you need to release and work on and change to ensure that as you come into next year, the same stuff isn't going to hold you back? It's really important that we look at that. How did I get in my own way? How did I limit myself? How did I block myself? Did I sabotage? Did I procrastinate? What may have been the reasons that things that I wanted didn't come to life? And then that can guide what you'll need to change next year. Really then look at, okay, will I need to get support and mentoring? What will I need to do differently to create different results next year? Because that is a key thing. We can't do things in the same way and expect that we're going to get different results. We have to make a change in order to create something different. All right, so now let's turn our focus to 2020. And I want to share some things with you about the new year um, that will support you to create a beautiful and epic and magical 2020. Before I dive into everything about 2020, I want to let you know that I have applications open now for the 2020 round of my dream creator mastermind. This will be the fourth time that I am leading this incredible journey. This is a five month mentoring and masterclass journey with me. It is an intimate program for only 10 people, and I will be supporting and guiding you to bring your heart driven dream to life. I know what it feels like to think about what you want and sit on it and dream about it for years, but not actually show up for it and take the steps to make it a reality. And so this program is about giving you a five month container of powerful masterclasses, mentoring from me, a beautiful community, all of the steps and the tools and the resources that you need to bring your dream to life. Let's make 2020 the year that what you want begins to materialize. So if you're interested in being a part of my 2020 mastermind, we kick off in January. You can start applying now. I'm taking applications and doing discovery calls. Go to ConnieChapman.com slash mastermind. 
You can follow the prompts there to submit your application and then I'll be in touch with you and we can talk further about whether or not this mastermind is right for you. And you can jump on an obligation-free discovery call with me and we can talk about how this mastermind might support you to bring your dreams to life in 2020. So go to ConnieChapman.com slash mastermind to find out more about that. All right, so where I want to begin with this 2020 work is similar to what we talked about when we were looking at 2019, which is my planning and my visioning and my preparation always begins quite broad by looking at what would I love to be the themes of next year for me and how do I want to feel? So I always begin with picking some key words and you don't just have to pick one. It can be hard just to have one defining word, although you may really feel like there is one. Mine's usually about five and they kind of sum up the feelings and the qualities and the themes that I want for my 2020. So for me, my main word coming through is expansion really feels like it's going to be a very expansive year for me. And part of that for me feels like doing things differently. There's a real feeling coming through here around needing to do things in a different way to create different results. So I'm really going to be seeking out new experiences, trying new things in my business, going to new places, connecting with new people. That newness brings in a fresh energy and that really supports us with expansion. So that is going to be a big theme for me. But alongside that, the other words that have really come through are ease and lightness and support because I've recognized I don't want to create the type of expansion that just means I am slogging away and running myself into the ground and burning myself out. I want that expansion to feel very easeful and light and natural and I want to feel very held and supported through that rather than depleting myself through my expansion. And flowing on from that, the word abundance feels very tied into it as well. And abundance can mean anything. It can mean an abundance of opportunity, an abundance of money, an abundance of joy, an abundance of love. So begin just by mapping out some of these words and themes and feelings you want for the new year. And this will guide your planning process. So as I've taken each of those words, I've then began looking at, okay, well, what would this look like? What would this look like in each area of my life? And what would I need to change or do or set up to help me feel that way or to help that area of my life unfold in that way? So we always want the feeling words to guide it because we've all had that experience of Chasing things externally, wanting things externally, creating things externally, but then recognizing it doesn't create the feeling we're really wanting to feel. So we want to be guided by that feeling. So then what I've done is I've got a big master Google document. And in there, it starts with my key feeling words and my themes. And then I break down every area of life. And that's business, relationship, money, um, health and wellness, family, travel, all the different areas, home and lifestyle, the areas that are important to you. And I've written, what would I love to create or achieve or do in every area of my life? And this is kind of just like a big heartstorm document. You just want to let yourself have a lot of fun with this, be very free with this. Just think about what you want to create in each area things you might want to focus on or do and the steps that will really help you feel the way you want to feel. 
changes you want to make, anything you want to set up. So that is kind of my master document that I begin to flesh out at the start of every year. I've been doing it for the past few years and I refer to this document through the entire year because what I see happen with people is we set these beautiful intentions at the start of a year, but then we forget about them and then life goes on and we wonder why what we want isn't coming to life. So my particular planning process, and I encourage you to think about what you are going to set up as rituals and routines next year to help you stay on track. My planning process is I have my master document and then at the start of every month, I revisit it. So I'm constantly checking back in. Am I on track with those feelings? Where am I at with each of the things I wanted to create in every area of my life? And then I allocate them to each month. So as we come into January, I might look at my big master list and say, okay, this thing from business, that's going to be one area of focus. This thing from the area of health, okay, that's going to be an area of focus. And it's so important we set ourselves up for success because what we often do is set such huge intentions that they're completely unattainable and unachievable. And then we end up feeling like a failure. So start small. Even if you pick one or two things to focus on in each month, you'd much rather achieve that and build momentum from that rather than put 10 things on your list and not achieve any of them. So really focus on how you can support yourself and set yourself up for success. So I'm looking a lot at things like what are the routines and rituals and the support and the structures I'll need to have in place to help me. My morning routine is going to be a really big part of my 2020, and I'm actually going to do a whole episode on the 2020 morning alignment ritual I'm going to be using because my morning practice has changed a lot, so that'll be coming soon. But what I've been finding is over the past few weeks, I've been really coming back to my morning practice and having that time to align my energy, to connect in with my visions to tune into the energy of my highest self. And I teach you how to do that in Align and Elevate. Really call in that energy, get my mindset clear, get aligned and focus very intentionally on what I want to create in the day. My goodness, my day unfolds completely differently to the days that I just wake up and let it unfold on autopilot. So for me, I can see that morning practice is going to be a very key part of my success moving forward. You might want to look at anything else you want to set up. Is there little particular rituals and routines? Do you want to bring on some support? Do you need to structure your week in a certain way? Uh, What do you need to set up to ensure that you can succeed and thrive in 2020? The other thing I've been doing in the morning is looking at my vision board and my goals. So I have my big master Google document with my key goals for next year. And I also have a beautiful vision board that I've created on Pinterest. So it's a private board where I am just collating images that represent how I want to feel and what I want to manifest in 2020. And I am looking at that every single day. We need daily reminders of what it is that we want to create. Because whatever we give our focus to is what we're manifesting. And if we're only giving our focus to what is already manifested around us, we're going to continue to create more of that. So we have to instead tune in, tap into our imagination and give focus every single day to our dreams and our visions and our desires. The more we give energy to that, the more we are going to materialize it in our life. So make sure you are allocating time each day to connect in with what it is you want to create. 
I also am really thinking about the fact that we're coming into a new decade and I'm either going to do a podcast or an Instagram live on this really soon because I was reflecting on my decade and it was incredible to actually map out how that decade unfolded. When I looked back at it, I realized that year one, two, and three of that decade were incredibly significant. It was 2010, 2011, 2012. They were incredibly significant years where all of the decisions I made in those years completely defined my decade. And I'll encourage you to think about this. And so what I've recognized is coming into this new decade now, these first couple of years are so important for setting the tone, for laying the foundations, for making the key decisions around the path we want to be on for the decade moving forward. We're defining that now. So make sure you're really thinking about um, the decade ahead too. And I'll talk more about that. Like I said, either on a live or a podcast. All right, let me share a few key themes for 2020 that I am picking up on. And what I want to say here is I've been on a real journey this year of taking my power out of a lot of the external sources of these kind of energy messages. And so I don't necessarily want to be someone that is coming in as an all-knowing you know guide around the energy themes collectively because what can happen is we can actually disconnect from our own power our own inner wisdom and our own inner energy themes and cycles because we are listening to what other people are saying so I'm going to share what I'm picking up on but I would say you know take it and leave it take what resonates and leave what doesn't and um, it's so important that we are becoming the inner authority on our own lives through this year I have stopped following the moon I've stopped following every movement of every planet I've stopped listening to energy forecasts I used to listen to them every month I used to listen to every tarot card reading and every astrological forecast and oh my goodness I would constantly live in anxiety because of what people were predicting was going to happen. I was constantly feeling disempowered, like the moon and the planets had control over me. And I was putting my power in things like oracle cards and crystals. And I I just really decided this year to stop doing that. So my intention has been to just really live guided by my own inner energy, inner rhythms, inner wisdom, and really be in my power around that. So I want to encourage you to keep that in mind moving forward as well. We can draw on this external guidance and it can be really supportive, but just really notice if it leaves you feeling disempowered or anxious at all. And that's when it's important to assess your relationship with it. So some of the themes I'm picking up on for 2020 have been one, as I said, right at the start, new beginnings. You will feel, you may be feeling a real desire for change, you know, to do things differently, to step off on a new path, head in a new direction, create powerful changes, really act on things that you've been thinking about for a long time and that you feel like you've been preparing for for a long time. So you may be feeling that real desire for newness and change. And we're very energetically supported for that at the moment. As I also said, there's going to be a a real need for us to stay in our power 
I'm really looking at any place I give my power away, any place where I'm giving my power to my excuses, where I'm giving my power to someone's uh, someone's energy forecast or what the moon is doing or what Mercury is doing, any place I'm giving my power away in my relationship, any place where I am not living as the sovereign, whole, empowered creator of my life. I'm really feeling it's so important for us to really step into our creative power in 2020, for us to realize how powerful we are, how much we can create our reality, and to no longer live as a victim to our circumstances, to no longer feel that we have to stay stuck because we've you know, manifested something for however many years, really believing in how quickly we can shift and change when we just simply make the decision to do that. So that's going to be a big theme. Alignment is going to be massive. It already has been massive for me. And I'm going to read a channeled piece of guidance for you that will really support you um, around this. And also this was the whole theme of what we talked about in Align and Elevate was the importance of aligning your energy before you take action. When I do my morning routine podcast, I'm going to talk a lot about alignment in there and I'm going to explain a lot more to you about what alignment means, how I'm going to be practicing it next year. But really, it's about always paying attention to how we feel, what energy state we're in, where our mindset's at, what's going on inside of us before we step into action. Taking action without alignment is not going to work super well in 2020. And for us to really get the results we want, we need to be first doing our inner energy alignment work before we step forward, because Whatever energy we are carrying into what we're doing is determining the results that we're manifesting. And one of the other key themes here that I want to mention, and I talked about this a lot in Align and Elevate and also in my most recent podcast, is about the importance of lightening up. My guidance has told me so many times that the key to my expansion is the lightness of my energy. And it's not as much about, oh, cool, I want to expand. How can I go do this and make this happen? It's more like working on lightening up my energy putting down what makes me heavy, no longer doing what pulls me out of alignment. And from that lighter, more expansive energy, every step I take will help expand my life. So actually first embodying the energy that we want to see manifested in our life and really not relying as much on the action piece, although it's incredibly important, but really understanding about creating the energy shifts within ourselves first And then that will begin to be reflected around us and our actions will be infused with that energy. All right. So I now want to read to you a piece of channeled guidance that I received about 2020 and about understanding how to work with energy and vibration and alignment in 2020 and how this is a key part of manifesting our reality. Now, I shared this in Align and Elevate. I read this section out loud in our first workshop on there. And people loved it. It really landed and resonated. So I decided I want to share it with you. Just listen to it, take it on in and just see what lands from you as I read this. Here we go. Are you beginning to see that things can unfold at lightning speed? Are you beginning to see that manifestations can pop out of nowhere and what you once thought was never going to arrive is suddenly here? How does this happen? Are you at all curious to this process? It is all about alignment. 
When you see something new in your reality, it is because you shifted vibrationally and clicked into alignment with a new reality. And in that new reality, things look different and there are different and new manifestations. It is like being in an elevator. If you go to level five and the doors open, there is one reality. But if you raise your vibration up to level six and the doors open, you will see a brand new reality. And so the doors open and you start walking through this reality and suddenly you see with your eyes a new manifestation and you wonder where this came from. Well, it didn't come from anywhere. It was always here, but it was on level six and you were on level five. And so you think that you manifest by calling things into your current reality. You do not. Instead, you actually just step into a new reality where what you want was already existing and present. You did not actually create it. It was already created by the grand universe and you just shifted your energy and came into alignment with it. Everything already exists. Can you see that? Every level, every reality, every creation. Stop thinking that you call something into your current reality. You do not. This is old 3D ways of looking at the world. If you see new manifestations around you, it means you have changed your vibration and you just stepped into a new reality, a new elevator level. You actually became a different person energetically and vibrationally and that is the key that opens up the door to your next level reality. There is a new way of manifesting in 2020 and it has nothing to do with you calling it in and you all really need to start to get this if you're going to move into the slipstream of 2020 of rapid and accelerated manifestation. Things can line up so fast, but you need to become energetically malleable. You need to become fluid. You need to learn how to shape shift as this will be the focus in 2020. You need to know and learn and uncover what changes your vibration and you need to learn how to change it fast. You need to prioritize your emotional state and take full responsibility for how you're feeling because how you are feeling is determining what elevator level and what reality you are living in. If you can imagine changing your emotional state is like going up the elevator, then wouldn't you make it more of a priority? Would you not make feeling good more important than anything? You cannot effort your way to change anymore. This is like trying to build a ladder from level five to level six. You can try to effort your way to level six, but you'll be bringing your level five self with you. And so even if you do succeed in getting to level six and getting what's in level six, you won't be able to hold it because you're not in alignment energetically. And some of you are stuck in the elevator somewhere between level five and level six and you start going up and then something bad happens and it pulls you back down. So you're permanently in the elevator trying to feel better, trying to raise your vibration, but then something happens that pulls you back down. Some of you get to level six, but then the doors don't open because here is the key. The key is ease. The key is to let it be easy. The key is to drop effort. It is your lightness, your ease, your flow that opens the door. Let it be enjoyable. Enjoy the ride in the elevator. Flow with it. Trust the process. That is the only thing that gets in the way is that you make it hard and stressful and you try to control it. 
If you could just understand this process and just flow with it, you would move through these elevator levels and into these new realities with so much grace and ease. If you can believe in this process and trust it completely, you will realize that all you have to do is feel good. Bring on practices, put yourself in places, spend time with people that get you feeling good. And most importantly, drop what makes you heavy. It is the heaviness that keeps you at level five when you want to be at level 10. You don't actually need to try to become light because you are light. You just need to put down what makes you heavy. And so my loves, this is my final message for you around the power and importance of working on your energy because it was so beautifully demonstrated when I received that message that it's not about figuring out how do we call something in or create something, but rather it's about believing and knowing that everything we want already exists and we just need to click into alignment with it. Because once we shift our energy, we move up to higher levels and we get access to new realities. I'm going to be sharing a lot more about this moving forward. So if you're still trying to make sense of that piece of channel guidance, don't worry. Just take from it what resonates and leave what doesn't. But I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I've loved getting to share this with you. 2019 has been a really special year for me. It's been, as I said, very different to what I was expecting, but just so beautiful and healing and so filled with love. I really hope you're feeling excited about 2020. I have so much to share with you and I, I can't wait to come into the year and, and begin to create new things and, and offer you new things and connect with you in much bigger and deeper ways. I know my visibility and using my voice and being seen and heard and creating bigger platforms is going to be a big theme for me uh, as we come into next year. And so the first way that you can work with me in 2020 now is through my mastermind. As I said, we're beginning in January. This is a powerful five month journey. Applications are now open and I've already received about five applications and there's only 10 spaces in the program. So if you are interested in being a part of my 2020 mastermind, go to ConnieChapman.com mastermind. And if you would love to work through the Align and Elevate course and you want to have this as a beautiful resource to continue to draw on, you can go to ConnieChapman.com elevate. And for the next three days, it closes on Sunday. You can grab Align and Elevate for a special discounted price. I'm doing a flash sale on it from Friday the 13th to Sunday the 15th. So if you want to get instant access to all of those resources, this beautiful membership site, it's got over six hours, I believe, of video content and your 21 days of journaling activities, go to ConnieChapman.com elevate to grab that. If you love this episode and you want to share it, be sure to share it on Instagram and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman. I love hearing um, your experiences of listening to this episode. Be sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode. You can find Awaken Radio on Spotify, on your podcast app or on SoundCloud. And just thank you again for being tuned in and for being here to listen to everything I had to share about 2019 and 2020. I wish you an absolutely magical new year. It is my intention to bring you a couple more episodes, at least one more episode before the year ends. So keep an ear out for that. And in the meantime, I'm sending you lots of love as you prepare for this beautiful new decade. And I look forward to talking to you again next time.